0: Chuckleheads. I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Cody Coleman, class of 2019. Cody's gonna tell us everything from his time as a how he ended up at Bethany from Beaver Area High School all the way to what he's doing now in the great state of New Jersey. But you don't want to hear that from me. You want to hear him tell his story. So without further ado, Cody Coleman. What's going on Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week all the way from New Jersey. Cody Coleman, class of two thousand and nineteen. Cody, since you don't get this oh, up there in, in so Jersey,
1: don't so tell long. Nadim,
0: don't tell Katie, because <laughs> they, they, you know, they did the Zoom thing. They didn't yeah. get the
1: tea. I told you, hey, I got to do the real thing. Well, got to come here,
0: and for it to be the real thing, I know you're not going to drink that tea. Oh no, we're not. Of I mean, not. we started our friendship over an <laughs> icy light. I figure we might as well continue it over an yeah, icy do. light. So. We uh we're gonna do this the same way we do it every week. Cody's gonna tell us how he got to Bethany, what he did in his time at Bethany, you know, being a fightaw and being involved in the comm department, involved with in the football program, and the other things that he did. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about comps. That that evil. That evil. T- I know. Every time I talk about it, I'm, I'm at the back of my neck sweating. Um. And then we'll talk about everything that he's doing now in in the uh what well, well, adult life, professional life, I don't know. Whatever professional you want to call life. It. I think we're professional. I yeah. don't know if we're adults. <laughs> I, I'm not yeah, an adult. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> uh, so in 2015, yes. you got to Bethany. Yes. So you graduate in the spring of 15 from Beaver Area High School. Yep. When did Bethany come into the fold? Were you recruited as a senior? Were you recruited as a junior? How did that go?
1: So I was recruited for football as a senior. Okay. I wasn't being recruited by anybody. I wasn't really expecting to. I knew I was good, but I knew I wasn't good enough to like go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> D1 and D2 but, were kind of Yeah, that like, was out of the picture. <laughs> well, maybe so, I'll go um, hang out, but um and I wasn't the smartest student. Uh, I didn't have the best grades. So it was like, you know, if something comes along, it comes along, that might be my ticket. So uh we had just had a game one of the best games we ever played. We beat our rival Beaver Falls High School 35 nothing on local regional television as a matter of fact. Um was so you guys were the game what? The game of the week on Yeah, we were the game of the week, Charlie right? Yeah, Charlie Batch was a, was there. Or
0: Root back then. Sorry, we.
1: I don't even it, it think was, it was that. I think it was like Comcast or it
0: something. It might have been. Well, it could have been FS1 it, or not FS1. Weird, it would yeah. have been Fox Sports when they were still doing the. Yeah, yeah We've changed. We've
1: changed stations so many exactly. times. Exactly. And um, uh, what happened in that game <laughs> that I think I always look back on is Charlie Batch was announcing, and I went back and watched the replay, and I know I had a holding penalty against me. Charlie Batch broke down my holding penalty. He was like, Oh yeah, that right there. You can't do that. 55. You can't do that. Okay. Uh, so now you're,
0: now so you and like, look at it and you're like, Oh, Charlie. It's like, wow, Charlie
1: me. Batch noticed me, but for the wrong reason. You didn't have to do that to me all, <laughs> exactly. all that way.
0: Appreciate you noticing, but you didn't have to do that to me. Yeah.
1: So you get a, you get a letter from Bill Garvey. Yeah. So I got a handwritten letter from coach Garvey and that's when it clicked. I was like, wow, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the ticket. And Matter of fact, that's the only school I applied to was Bethany College. I didn't apply anywhere else. I said, "It's Bethany or nothing." Or I'll Bethany. take it. I'll take a year off and I'll go to CCBC. You know, so I, I got the letter. I applied, talked to Garvey a couple times. Seemed like a good fit. Um, came here for a visit, and the, the Bethany College football visits are different than other colleges. Uh, here, he has like fifty people coming at once. I went to Westminster for a visit. It was literally four of us. And up there in Amish country. Yeah, up there in Amish country, and uh, it it was a weird experience, but it it kind of made me realize, okay, this is kind of what college is going to be like. You know, you're going to be in a crowd of people you don't mm-hmm. know, and you got to you got to make your way. Uh, I've <laughs> I've always kind of taken the hard road <laughs> as opposed to the easy road. You don't so, say. Yeah, so that's what I did. I, I was like, all right, Bethany's it. This is the deal. And then I came in, played a year of football, and it was a fun year. Um, I mean, I, I also had another Beaver alum with me. Uh, Zach Yates mm-hmm. big rig um he you know in high school we had our battles uh it made, he gave me a nose bleeder too
0: <laughs> shameless but, plug Zach Yates we're trying to get you on the show
1: big rig get on here come on <laughs> but yeah no he, he uh he was kind of like a older brother figure to me for like the first semester mm-hmm. going through football and everything he wasn't playing at the time due to an injury and uh yeah I just hung out with him he got me to, I got to meet people through him and as you know now I'm like the most like I'll, I'll go up to anybody and talk to them. back then I didn't well and you said you you well, we talked we talked obviously
0: so we knew what we were going to talk about we yes. talked prior <laughs> yeah. to this and we were I didn't realize I, I remember you being a guard you know I called the games so, yeah um, and at that point I was no longer a part of the team I was just the guy that called the games on the sideline or well game day and everything else but I remember you coming in as a left tackle and then they moved you yeah. over to guard. What was that like for you? Because they they're basically undersized to be yeah. a tackle, and I believe there was another tackle. He was, you know, <laughs> six foot seven in a brick shit house. So, yeah.
1: Ethan Barnes. Oh so. yeah, Barnes. Barnes was the guy. I, I wish I could be just like him. If, <laughs> if, I still, if I still played football, I'd want to be just like him. But luckily, I don't do that anymore. It's not my passion anymore. But no, he was a great dude to practice with. But yeah, the, the transition from tackle to guard. I'd played t- guard in the past, but I really had my roots in left tackle. Um, obviously, I played at Beaver. It wasn't a big school. Mm-hmm. Like we we did well for ourselves. But always competitive. Always competitive. Um, and, you know, I just kind of fit the, the mold that we needed at the time for a left tackle. And that's that's all I knew, you know. Oh. I didn't like going to left left guard, especially, like, playing the left, the JV games here at Bethany. And there was a, there was a guy who came in with me, same class, but he – he was left tackle, tall, but he couldn't move his knees. And I'm like, I know I'm undersized, but I got—I can move. I got the—I got the footwork. I got like I—I I fundamentally can play football. Mm-hmm. I may not be the biggest dude, but I—I I can beat you with my like skills and. But I understand, like it's—it's it's college ball. You gotta, you know, you gotta it's, have the size. You gotta have the strength. And that's something that always lacked with me, as I wasn't a big weight room guy. I, did, I hated the weight room. When
0: so you say that coming so coming into. Coming in from Beaver was the weightlifting program, because I know coming from Plum, we did have a weightlifting program, yeah. but it wasn't, it was nowhere near, we, because here it was a diet, it was a, yeah. there was just as much cardio as there was the, you know, hitting the weights. What was your, was that a culture shock of, of the of the program for you? I think the,
1: the, I think the culture shock came from, so in high school, we had like, I guess it was a special group, but it was really just the kids that they saw that had a chance to go to college and play sports. Mm-hmm. So we would come in early in the morning, we'd have the gym store the gym to ourselves and we had a trainer who he had a regimen for us. And it wasn't it wasn't diet based though. So no. it was it was strictly just, okay, you're gonna do this percentage of weight for this and blah blah blah. And I did that for two years um in high school. But it was like the, you know, we weren't it was five it was like we went there at five in the morning and before you were, before we had to go to yeah. school. Nobody's like hyped up. Nobody's, we're just like, all right, let's get our work done. Just hard get, nose, yeah. get your head down, do your work. Like grab your hard hat, you know, didn't make and a fuss. And being off. from
0: Beaver, I mean, that, that is kind of, that's the, the mentality. It's the mantra of that whole area. is exactly. you know, Put your hard hat on and go to work.
1: And I think the culture shock was coming here in like, Everybody's yelling. Everybody's doing this. It's like, Whoa, calm down. It calmed down. Like I'm trying to get better. I'm not trying to like lose my voice here. Like, of that, I'm, not a bo- I'm, I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not, exactly. I'm out here.
0: I'm going to get my work done. I want to go. Exactly. I, gotta, I got a class. I got to go to, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm already sore. Like, like, well, I use
1: all my energy here when I got to walk up that hill to go to class <laughs> and then back down the hill yeah, and yeah. everywhere else. So that, that, that was the biggest culture shock was like the excitement, I guess. And I guess for me, I, I love playing football, mm-hmm. I love sports, but it really took on more of a business type of mentality. It was a job. It was. Yeah, it, was, it felt like a job. And at the end of my year playing here, it's I was ready to quit that job. And it was, was, ready, it to was ready to move on.
0: To move on. Yeah. And, and so in that sense, you said you weren't, weren't the strongest academic coming into Bethany. Yeah. Um, did you always know that you wanted to be a comm major? Was that yeah? That's from the from the jump. That was the goal.
1: Yeah, I've known that since I was a freshman in high school. Okay. Uh, we had a class. It was just called broadcast journalism. We did very little journalism. Uh, <laughs> it was really just like every Friday, we'd do our own little SNL skits, and we'd put them up on the the school's like local mm-hmm. channel or whatever. And that's that's what I lived for. I was like, this is fun. Like making videos, editing them, doing all this work for it just so much fun that's what i wanted to get into and i saw that like i saw you doing game day and everything i saw that and i was like that's where i need to be i don't need to be in these cleats and this helmet i need to be holding that microphone
0: well and and you know you you come into the calm department as it, i i can say this because by the time when we when we we talk about some of the past guests i've had it's a lot of them grad there wasn't as much overlap and then some of them I wasn't even thought of yet, and you damn damn sure weren't thought of yet, yeah. Gary Cappell. <laughs> but uh, I remember you coming in the, to one of the first meetings, and Joe Dumas, you know, the how to, wind, how to wind cable, how to be the grip, how to be camera three, how to be this, and not once did you have, there was no gripes, you were, well, what yeah. can I do, and not only that, but. You were kind of the annoying little brother to the game day crew of, yep. <laughs> well, how do I, why why did you, why did you go this way with the conversation? Or why did, why is this how you presented it? Yeah. And, you know, I, I always thought it was weird because I, I never thought of like, you know, Bobby and I together. Yeah. And then you'd put me and AJ together. It wasn't, we weren't the role models of anything. And then I got <laughs> this kid that's just knocking he's and he lived up the hill so anytime we saw each other we'd be walking down the greek steps and it was hey man i really i think you should try this right and and i used a lot of the stuff that you did but there was also you were phenomenal behind the camera you were a guy in the ear that we could uh hey clean that up we're coming back out clean that up or when you were camera three or grip uh like I I won't lie. Today, the camera was a little uneven. This guy—the only reason this thing is level is because the, he goes, Oh, you're a little uneven there. Let me let me let me work, let me fix this real quick." But so you you did the behind the scenes work. Yeah. And the goal was still to get in front of the camera. Actually, no. So oh. the original
1: goal was to stay behind the camera. Be a because, Yeah, because like I told you, like I wasn't very outgoing when I first got here. And I was like, you know, like, this is cool. Like, I can sit back. I can edit these videos, to put on our broadcast, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it, as the years went on, you know, we lost you. We lost a lot of people that like to be in front of the camera, that like their voices to be out there. And it was really like, okay, who's going to step up?
0: It's a really nice way to say I'm a bullshit artist.
1: Isn't that what we both are?
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was a really nice way of saying that. That was a really nice way of... Yeah. The people that liked to be in front of the camera. Yeah, the bullshitters were, we had all, all the bullshitters left,
1: and you were. And nobody else knew how to bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So I had to learn quickly, um, and that's, then I fell in love with it. I really, I talk about this on my podcast, and we'll get that that later, but I talked with someone, and I was like, yeah, I, I didn't really want to do the in front of the camera stuff until I took my first radio class, mm-hmm. and we were we had, it was required to have your own radio show. And I was like, oh man, like I was really nervous, and I always made sure to have someone I knew in there with me. And then I just got so comfortable in front of a mic, and it was like he couldn't pull me away from it. You know, it was, if I could choose between, I don't even know, going to the bar and staying on the mic, I'd bring the bar to the mic. You know, <laughs> well, wouldn't we all? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, and, you know, so you bring up
0: the bar. We'll get we'll get back to the calm side of things uh, later on because there's a couple shows I want to ask you your opinion now, looking back on them. Oh, but, absolutely. You know, Cody and I also we we met through communications. Yeah. But we also meet because uh <clears throat> I walked into the bar and I asked for an, an icy bottle and ice bottle of icy light. It was a little bit of a busy day and uh somebody had drank uh the last six pack of icy lights and I asked the bartender who it was and he pointed to a kid, you know, heavier set guy. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little bit of a beard going, but he's, you know, he's, he's starting to, he's got his friends with him. And I remember being across the bar and yelling at you, yep. <laughs> who the hell you think you are drinking my beer? <laughs> Carlo? you know, don't, don't act like you don't, know. I didn't ask you that. Why the hell are you drinking my beer? <laughs> so I go down, I stock the cooler the rest of that night. We basically bought each other beers until yeah, absolutely. there was, we ran out of that case too. But <laughs> Bubba's and what it meant to Bethany. It, it is a different time now for them immensely yeah. and they they it's hard to to put that into words because I mean, we were talking again before the show started about how there's t- things that you don't even remember that somebody might say to you oh i remember seeing you at bubba's or i remember this or, and then it starts to come back so i'm gonna try to pick your brain here okay favorite moment of bubba's ever
1: oh there's a lot there's um, a couple i got a couple i'd at least. say the moment I came out of my shell was at Bubba's, and that was Zach Yates, again, we'll mention him again. Big Rig. Big Rig gave me a a pitcher of beer, and he said, chug this. He wasn't serious, but he said, chug it. (laughs) And me, at the time, I took a lot of things very literal. And I was like, okay, and I just back. I took the picture. And those were big pictures. Like they were it, those yeah. are not normal like bar I, size pictures. I
0: stand by the fact that there was a, there was a drop. There was a drop bottom to them that yeah, exactly. never exactly. ended never until ended. they ended. And then, yeah. well, the keystone light got put back in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I took Bud that. Light, if you were
0: upstairs, it wasn't Bud Light, yeah. it was Keystone Light. Don't let them ever lie to you. It was yeah, Keystone no, Light.
1: And I've always just <laughs> this is all Keystone. Light, all Keystone. Okay. <laughs> But Regardless, yeah.
0: the tap had the you had yeah. the Bud Light tap, and the, the old the older alumni would come in and they would say, "Oh well, we got oh you got Bud Light, yeah, we do, yeah, sure, yeah, no, it wasn't." The rest of us be sitting there going, "Bud Light, huh?" Hmm.
1: <laughs> you got you got hosed. But yeah, I I started chug it and I chugged the whole thing and I bring the pitcher down and I got the whole bar looking at me because <laughs> Big Rick was going, "Coleman, Coleman." <laughs> And I'm like, oh, no. And I look out. And I That's just, why they were chanting
0: your name. Couldn't yep. figure it. I remember chanting your name. Don't yeah. remember why we were doing it. So I
1: look it out. I look at the picture and I go, <laughs> yeah. And that, that was the moment. That was the well, moment. Well, you were one hell
0: of myself. a karaoke guy, too. Oh, when karaoke I always loved came in
1: karaoke You number.
0: were, you, you and Zach Lowe. Zach oh, yeah. Lowe had his oh, one yeah. song. And then it was the Cody show. Zach <laughs> might come on, do one song, which was, uh, it was a Thomas Rat song. I can't think yeah. of it right now. But I. You make me one because he had. Yeah, the, they, yeah. I just remember the Zach Low dance yep. with it. But
2: you know, I had like you two,
0: were Bohemian Rhapsody. You had yeah. black, back in black. I mean, you covered a very wide range of. Well,
1: yeah, I did, but most of them I like. I had my brothers come up with me, you know. But the one that I always did by myself was Good Directions by Billy Currington. That's the go-to it, at all times. That's that's how I start out my career so, so
0: you bring up your fraternity brothers. You're you're a brother of Phi Capital. I almost said you were. a former brother, but you never, oh, we never, no, never left. never <laughs> left. Um, was fraternity life something also, like, so the comp side was something you already knew as a yeah. freshman in high school. Coming into college, was the fraternity side something
1: you I, were interested in, or no. it was, uh, ah, I'm
0: gonna take a chance. So
1: fraternities, like, so my brother went to college, and I'd go visit him when I was in high school, and he wasn't part of a fraternity. We went to a fraternity house once, but, like, that wasn't, what I saw the college experience as because I was seeing it through my brother's experience. Mm-hmm. And then you come to Bethany, and later on you realize like half the campus is great. 80%. Life. Now it's, yeah, it's, it's gone up. You
0: go to your alumni base. I mean, everybody that we that we would talk to, you can
1: just see them like, oh, I remember you. You were an adult, you were a exactly, yeah. Were... So it was like kind of just trying to fit in on campus. And I, I, I went to an event at FITAL I actually no, so let's let's backtrack. I went to that at your house.
0: <laughs> that, that is, I was gonna say I remember you, and we're gonna. There's a copa at the end of this that's gonna come because people that watch the show and know me and know my past. Well, we're gonna. This was this was a good. We're gonna have a come to Jesus together. Yeah,
1: I mean, I went to your house and I can't remember the whole thing that happened, so we'll have to refresh my memory. But we went there for Monday night football. Mm-hmm. And we were told there's going to be pizza, and there's probably like twenty of us uh, kids that were looking to join a house or just there for the pizza. And there was no pizza until like halftime, I think. And we were like, "What's going on? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here?" So, <laughs> um,
0: like most of the people in Bethany College, we ordered the pizza at four o'clock mm-hmm. for a Monday night football game at seven thirty. Yeah, and the pizza showed up from Domino's at 9 30 because <laughs> you know there's one driver and the guy the guy that does the, the stuff for Domino's, he's been there forever yeah everybody knows him he drives a little jeep phenomenal guy but they stretch him so thin that yes. he there's just no way he can no make way. it you know don't tell me you know the little app that uh, that tells you oh you're you're Food's on the way. Yep. All right. It's like, all right. To, I'll be here in three hours. Three cool. to five business days <laughs> later. Uh, thanks for my pizza. It's, it's, uh, did, did, it, did you guys cook that or am <laughs> I supposed to cook it? But uh yeah, so I, re, I do remember you you coming down. And I, I remember having a conversation with you out back where I said, you know, you're interested in joining. And he goes, I want to I join Greek Life. I just, I'm not sure where I fit. And I went, I, at least always my thing was, I don't care if you join my house. Yeah. it was go find where you fit yep and this is our Mayako because we're going to come to our break here and we'll come in we maybe we'll maybe we'll add a little bit more before comps
1: yeah <laughs> but
0: uh you know right as a, as a fighterTA and and my relationship with FiTA it never was good. Yeah, you were the beginning of the good. So there we go. Here's the Alpha Sig Talk coming together. Always
1: building bridges. We
0: we have built a we rebuilt the bridge, I guess, or, or it's under construction. One of those things. But <laughs> this seems like a good place to take a pause. We'll we'll gather our thoughts a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, we gotta send it to KJ. R- already, yeah, you know, absolutely. Maple Shade Outdoors, uh, KJ. I could use a new hat. So if you're watching, it's <laughs> you know 207 Main Street, Bethany. You can send it P.O. Box 62. Anybody else wants to send stuff to that, be my guest, but I don't know what you're going to send. Uh, but Maple Shades Outdoors, if you're on Instagram, it's maple dot outdoors, Or you can hop over to YouTube, where you're probably watching this show. First, hit subscribe on my channel. Then go hit subscribe to... Coleman Entertainment. <laughs> and then go over to Maple Shade Outdoors. Don't worry about the underscore, don't worry about the dot. Just type in Maple Shade Outdoors. And you can follow KJ, all things outdoors, hunting... Uh, they're getting ready to go into fishing. They got a great crew that are. There's two Bethany alumni. Uh, well, I don't think Waggons an alumni, but I consider him an alumni. I
1: consider him one.
0: So they got two out of the four, five that are in the crew that that they do. They do a great job there, and that's what they do. But without further ado, I'm gonna send it to KJ Cody. Thank you again for being absolutely. On. This is Dingo Talk. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. I'm Collar Guadagnino, Cody Coleman, class of 2019, and we'll be right back.
2: What's going on everybody? This
0: is
1: Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. While you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors, check out our page, enjoy some videos, some outdoor content.
2: You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk. So I'll talk to y'all later.
0: What's going on Chuck Weds? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk alumni tour. My guest is Cody Coleman, class of 2019, all the way from New Jersey, uh, formerly of Beaver area. But uh, lives in Jersey now. Works
1: yep. at uh, NBC. NBC Universal, CNBC and headquarters.
0: That's what all the, that's basically what this part of the show is about. We're going to yeah. talk about everything he's doing now. But we have gotta, a couple gotta things. Get to the roots, and we got a couple things to talk about. <laughs> so Cody brought up a fa- the fact that, that we we overlapped, and there was I left. He stepped into a role. A show that we worked on together, uh, Campus Feud. and man, was that
1: a. The food was great. The food was phenomenal. Long day. <laughs> that was the best part about that day was that food. Long day. <laughs> it, yeah, that Eric is. Sprouse, who he used to be a professor here, he got a ton of sponsors for that. And that's, I give him credit for that. And everybody, honestly, like, mm-hmm. that was the biggest production we had done here that wasn't a sporting event.
0: And we got recognized for yeah, it. Yeah, we got Our, an award for it. Tel- the Telly Award, uh, I believe Dr. Rodenberg has it in her office. Um. And you you were actually telling a story that I didn't know. So yeah. you So let's hear that that the the camera microphone debacle. So
1: I almost ruined campus view. Um <laughs> Well,
0: you we, <laughs> You almost put the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so what happened was we had it was a four camera shoot, and one camera was supposed to pick up audio for the crowd or something like that. And <laughs> I I knew the three cameras Needed to be off. The sound needed to be off. So I forgot which three, and I was put on a camera last minute, and I turned off the audio. And I watched Professor sprouse He was editing it, and he was like, "What happened? Where's the sound?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "He asked me." Like it was calm. It was a good conversation. He was like, "Did you did you turn the audio off of that camera?" And I was like, "Yeah, I thought we were supposed to." And he goes, "No, that was the one that was supposed to stay on." And I was like.
0: Uh oh! <laughs> well, and, and and you bring up Eric. Eric was was great for he had the ideas and he gave us the freedom to Express be more productive. Yeah. I mean, we did the movies, we did the documentaries. There was yeah. a bunch of things involved there, but he was very. I want to be the one editing it.
1: Yeah, he and he wanted to make sure his name was on it, and his stamp was on it,
0: and and you even volunteered. I got look, I know I can yeah. fix this, no problem, and no no no. I don't know. I could see him with his little,
1: oh yeah, his little his little hat, little yeah. hat on, leather <laughs>
0: leather jacket and all that. But oh. so that leads into you know you brought up that that when I when I parted ways with Bethany and you know then you worked with uh, Kyle Wells, Dan Seaman, yep. Linnell, Linnell was the young Linnell. Yeah, it was young
1: Linnell. I, he was yeah, he was a new guy in town.
0: You and who is the fifth? I forget. Dakota Cotswold. Dakota Cotswold. I always forget about Dakota. <laughs> no disrespect, Dakota. I love you, but I always
1: forget <laughs> that you were five guys talking. Five guys talking. It was whenever Carlo left, we needed a pregame show. So I took it upon myself to kind of prove myself and produce this show. It was pre recorded. We did a little short live segment before games, but this was pre recorded. And we just talked about the PAC. We talked about Bethany football, and that's.
0: And that's really so. Then you also go. I believe you were behind the scenes on Bethany After Dark, which I had Kyle Wells on about a couple months ago, Um, and I pointed out Bethany After Dark a couple times. But you know how talking to Kyle, yeah, it's hard to keep (laughs) keep him focused. And then you know, with my ADHD, we're both sitting here like, "Oh, look, squirrel, shiny object." So give us the breakdown on Bethany After Dark. What was the premise of that show?
1: So we got the idea from we went to a conference. Um, this was the first time we went to this thing. We had been signed up to go forever, but nobody ever wanted to go. So then it we sounds were. Sounds about right. It was a small group of us. It was like Dan, Kyle, Katie, uh, Lily, and Marlon, and maybe a couple other people. Um, we went to this conference, and the people from uh, Pit Tonight, it was called Pit Tonight. They were there, and they're like, "Yeah, we have a fully student-run operation where we basically do like a tonight show." Mm-hmm. And they like showed clips and they talked about how they. Like, ran it, and knowing the people that Katie and Marlon and Lily are, they all went up to this guy that presented it. His name was Jesse Irwin. Um, He was the host of Pit Tonight. They went up to him. They were like, hey, how do you do all this stuff? We want to to bring this to our campus. And so Jesse helped us out. Um, He invited us to come to their uh, last show. It was his last show hosting. Mm -hmm. And we got to hang out with him, see the nuts and bolts of everything. Um, It was a big operation. It was, really, they. the show didn't start until 7.30, but they were there at 11 in the morning getting things ready for this thing. And we were like, we got to bring this to Bethany. Like, this is something that, content-wise, would look great on our resumes, and people... It was something we, we thought people would get behind. So it was fun, it was outgoing. It wasn't your normal, like, here's the news, here's the sports, mm-hmm. like, here's the It wasn't team. Bison
0: Roundup, it wasn't yeah. uh, Bethany... Which those...
1: I enjoyed those. We all did. But that was. But this was was something to challenge ourselves and to branch out.
0: They were a typical sports show where you guys were doing a. It was a completely sketch, almost a sketch comedy, Mm -hmm. mixed with a talk show.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So.
0: And Kyle Wells, I I I remember the promo video, Kyle Parks, where he's not supposed to park in front of Boomers. That that. Boomers is the building, is the part of the building of the calf below. For those current students yeah, that, those that don't know. <laughs> it's, it's what that you see boomers on the side of a building. You don't know what it is. It was a place that we all more yeah, of the, us hung out.
1: Yeah, we get we, That's where we get our food and stuff. Uh, I, I compare that to, I don't know if we have any Boy Meets World fans here, but I compare it that Chubby's. to. Yeah, it, was it was Chubby's. Yeah, it was Chubby's. It a little like, you know, That is area. a
0: really good, that is, yeah. I've never thought of it that way. I'm that's a big Boy Meets
2: World
1: fan. That's Chubby's. Absolutely. So, yeah, that promo video was actually my idea, and I was like, "This is so cool." And I obviously I had help from Marlon. Marlon was a editing phenomenal, wizard. oh yeah, editing wizard. He's helped me on so many things. I have a, a video on my old YouTube channel where like my f- portfolio stuff is, and we worked on it together. I did a lot of the production stuff. He did too, but he did a lot of the editing on it. And that video has like over a thousand views. Mm-hmm. That's like a crowning That's achievement, the, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like and I give Marlon so much credit for all that stuff. And you know Bethany After Dark with Kyle being the host, it was we're like, how does this fail? How does it fail? And I think <laughs> the way it failed <laughs> was just it was hard to get interest from people on campus because everybody's got their own thing oh, going. Doing
0: Moonbeam, doing it doing, doing the it first one, <laughs> launch a Moonbeam. I think it was really hard microphone setup wise. Yeah. I remember being there, and then I I went for one other episode. I think Riley becomes the host of it at one point. Yes. And there, it was in Wales Theater.
1: So that one actually, I I was the I was a co-host, and um, oh my god, why is it, why is his name? <laughs> you see,
0: it's it's hard to be. Now you have got to remember his name it I is. I do this on my own podcast. <laughs> you
1: know, I forgot someone's last name. I said, "How do you say that?" And it was the simplest last name you could think of. But um, he came and visited us at our apartment, babe. Lily's friend. Well, my friend too,
0: <laughs> Lily. Lily's friend. So if you're watching this, Lily's friend, you're—he's gonna kill me.
1: <laughs> big Sabres fan. He's oh, a devil. I can, he played. He played guitar. Yeah, played guitar. Played guitar. I can
0: see his. I can see he played guitar there that night.
1: I know, and I feel so
0: bad. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, he was after names, me. I, yeah, names
1: I, are names are not my thing. Oh, but so you guys all anyway, oh, uh, that was yeah. a
0: better rendition. Yeah, we did. The, we would
1: just come out. So he had the idea. He was like, "Let's just do sketch comedy. Yeah. Like, let's not do the interview thing." Let's, he he took the reins after, like, Kyle and Katie left. And he was like, okay, this is what we're doing. We're going to film, like, five or six skits. And then he was like, me and Cody are going to come out, and we'll, we'll do a little back and forth, and we'll introduce the next skit. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's phenomenal. It's simple, it's,
0: it's simplify, and let's let's run from it. Exactly.
1: And it was good. It gave everybody their creative freedom. To It felt like I was back in high school doing the short SNL videos yeah. on Fridays. And it, it was awesome. And it was just hard to get retention on people coming to watch but no that was a good experience we
0: were there just now hey us, know. us, us, us old heads we were <laughs> and i mean us by josh was, josh's name i oh no i, no, I can't do yeah, his anymore. last name yeah i can't do rem- can, rem- his last name i can rem- i can see his face i see his face he dated uh katie lee uh kelly lehigh yes i was re- gonna kill me uh <laughs> but so and actually i I remember that because Army and Navy game, Mm -hmm. I watched it down at Hibernia with Emmy, Mm -hmm. and she goes, hey, they're shooting Bethany after Dark up, and I think a lot of the people would love to, like, have you back and see you and whatnot, and, and, but I don't want you to, like, if you don't feel like you have to, you want to come, and, I mean, It's a Saturday night in Bethany and I'm an adult and there's not a bar across the street. So what else am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? (laughs) So I walked up and I remember sitting there and and there were a couple it wasn't the same as the Moonbeam. Moonbeam there was just a lot going on. Yeah. Whereas this one you could actually get into the like if you were there, you could get into the sketches. And it was it was, you know, it was a building block. Yeah. So move on from the building block. Now you have to take comps that that uh Oh, uh, so let's briefly give me the week before how did studying go, and then give me the
1: reaction when it's finally done. So, studying was stressful not only because you're told you have to study all these things, but I had some personal things going on at the time too that were not helpful. <laughs> but, uh, that, yeah, and they seem to fall when you need exactly when you least least need them. When you need least them? need the personal problems, they there come they in. come. They're hi. Exactly. Remember me. And uh, that didn't help, but you know we had a good group of people. It was almost the whole, our whole department uh, that were seniors that worked together. Almost all of us. We all just you know we went to the studio, got hey, our folks, books out, funny. and we were like, all right, let's let's get to it. And, now, were you a,
0: you were a May right? So So
1: there was a large group for me. Yeah, we did have a large group. So it was, you know, I I had a mental breakdown. I thought going in, I was like, I'm not gonna be the one to have a mental breakdown. That's not gonna be me. And it (laughs) it, it was me. It was me. I just I freaked out at one point. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pass, this isn't gonna happen. Like it just you have all this information being pounded into your head, and then you go meet with a professor and they're like, You need to know this too. And it's like, I didn't know that. (laughs) <laughs> well, so so then we get to Monday, and for those who don't know, comprehensive
0: exams. You basically, you, stu- you get a week. As a senior, at Bethany, you're either in January or you're in May. If you're in May, you get out a week before everybody else, yep. and you study. That's all you do. The following week, what you do is Monday and Tuesday are three tests mm-hmm. written. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is the oral examination. Monday, you walk in. You got your seat, you know, nice, cute little note yeah. card with name <laughs> on it, and you're like, "Oh my God, this is real, right?" Yeah. That's the last bit of panic, and then you get that envelope from yeah. the
1: common department, and you open it, and so uh, we've had this conversation. Uh huh. Because
0: you and I have the same we reaction. The same, yeah.
1: And I, I, I mean, at first, like the first day, I was like, "Okay, this is kind of what I expected. Kind of expected more curveballs."
0: Where was the J and I'll say it because where were the Jason Smith curveballs because they didn't come they
1: didn't come like they, you
0: expected them to they hung they were they were, they were <laughs> hanging curves they looked like Chad Cool yeah throwing, exactly. throwing curveballs out there <laughs> yeah some no, of them balls was, still haven't landed
1: it was yeah that first that first day of exams I was like okay it's not that bad like maybe tomorrow is the day that it's gonna hit me and that's gonna be like the, the tough one and it doesn't <laughs> next day comes. And they're like, okay, you get one question, and you have to sit here for three hours and answer it. And I'm like, I'm probably gonna take this whole three hours. I look at the question. I don't even remember what it was, but I remember my rea- right, my reaction. I was just like, are you kidding me? So <laughs> we literally share. So the second day, because I was, you know,
0: that's your day of, of for us in calm. That was the your your focus. That yeah, was your day exactly. And I remember opening that folder and looking at it and going, I I can remember looking at Maureen Golick and sitting back and saying out loud, are you kidding me? And there was a, for anybody that knows me back then, there was a word in between there that for my show we're going to not use. But there was a word used. And I definitely, I said it out loud and everybody, you know, everybody yeah, that I'm yeah. taking calls with, they start <laughs> laughing because it's, you know, it's me and and there's a couple of I think uh, Hoffman was sitting next to me. I think Bubbs was next to me as well on the other side, and they're panicked.
1: Really? Yeah. And I'm
0: sitting there. I, I finished in like 50 minutes. And I, yeah. I wrote same. a whole book. I mean, it was a good. Yeah. I gave it. So did I. <laughs> and I remember just like looking at them and they're panicked and it panicked. That was what panicked me. Is like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit,
1: did I not write? Did I not write enough? See like, me, I, I wrote like a book and a half. Mm-hmm. Took and I it so, it was like you said, 50 minutes, right? And I was like, I should read over this. You know? let's, let's make sure I hit all my points. And, and then you I get through it a, and you're like. And then I sat there for a little bit and it like kind of just took in the moment. I was like, huh, wasn't that bad. And it was like, after about an hour and 15 minutes, I walked out. A couple other people walked out uh, with me that were doing the same test. And I looked at them and I was like, did you guys, like, did you think this would be harder? And they are like, yeah. <laughs> well, so, the, and it's honestly, the funniest part about
0: comps is you get to that Tuesday, and when you walk out of that test, on the written side, it's one of those, like, well, you know what? Can't go back and change it. Exactly. So, we're either
1: going to orals or we're not. But, hey, we did it. And that was the thing that, for me, it was like, I'm going to get to orals. And it's like, they're either going to tell me I failed, or we're going to go on and talk about the oral question, whatever it is. And, you know, went in. And they were just like, "All right, let's talk." I was like, "Okay, I didn't fail," <laughs> you know. One, <laughs> well, so I had a guy on
0: Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Seglin, and he talked about how, and I use this, and I actually use this. Mine, I'm actually going to share a story with you about. I walked into comps, Emmy puts a glass of water in front of me,
2: you
0: know, the little plastic cups like the caterer. Yeah, cup, yeah, yeah. And I, I drink it, and I'm, you know, not that I have a problem talking to people, but it's they gave me mm-hmm. Emmy. Dr. Sutherland, and the librarian, Heather Rashuti. Oh,
1: wow. Well.
0: I don't know this they lady. Know I've, 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 the last time I was <laughs> in the library, it. I got a, I, I rented a, a DVD that I still probably haven't returned. Yeah. I lost it. They billed me. We paid for it. They're happy. And I remember her question of, what did you utilize the library for enough? <laughs>
1: Uh, I bought a lot of DVDs that showed me you know, I, how, to, how to make a film.
0: <laughs> I, I rented a DVD and I filmed a movie where I was in a really bad wig and a dress in the basement last time I was in there. yeah. She goes, oh, I remember that. You were an ugly woman. And that was the end of it. But they all started laughing and this was his this was his thing is if you can get them talking and this is for anybody that's currently going to be going yeah. through comps, if you can get them talking it's easier on you. Oh, yeah. Because if they're talking amongst themselves, they're not asking you, and it becomes a conversation. At what point did you know when you walk, you know, you, they send you to that other room. Yeah. What point do you know, like, oh, yeah, I got this. It's, it's in the bag.
2: Or just, are you having just having waiting the conversation.
1: for the pen for like no, give me the, hand me the pen. Yeah, pin. yeah. Just give like just let hand. me let me walk, you know? You just like, I just want to be done. Because you know, I had Dr. Sutherland, mm-hmm. I had Dr. Deulius. Oh yeah. It was new. I I but very he, phenomenal. Oh yeah. And I, I didn't have him for any classes, but he helped me the most with my comps in general, just with notes and what I should be looking at. Um so I had Dr. Deulius and then um <laughs> Your third one it's his. It, he was a history professor. Corelli. Yeah, it was Corelli. Okay. I had him. The Puritan. I had, yeah, the beer tans. <laughs> Uh I, <laughs> I had him for a class before, and I knew how he was. You know, he was cool, whatever. But uh, oh. <laughs> I just remember I was answering. I think it was Doctor Julius's question. No, it was Doctor Sullivan's question. I can't even remember what it was. But I'm answering it. And I take a like quick glance over to him, and he's just, he's just. I'm like, is this guy asleep? Is this guy asleep right now doing orals? <laughs> and I'm like, that's when I kind of knew. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. They're not worried about yeah, me. And then he asked me a question, and it was probably, quite honestly, probably a better question than I got from the other two who were comm professors, because <laughs> I was able to elaborate more. And it was like, basically, it was like, how am I going to use it in my career? And like, that's, that's really the reason I became a comm student was I want this to help me with my career. I know where I want to go. I just need the tools to get there.
0: So you, you, obviously, you're on the tour. So yeah,
1: an alum. You I are. You are.
0: <laughs> I believe it's an. Uh, we're we're alumnae. We're not alumni. I think one of them is one of the. I alumni
1: is female. Alumni is male. Okay,
0: so we're we're one of those. Yeah, we're
1: we're um, alumni. <laughs> well, let's we finished. <laughs> yeah, we graduated. We did the thing. We have a very expensive <laughs> piece of paper with a nice. Which I actually looked at last night. Lot of Latin. Time in a long
0: time. Lot <laughs> of Latin writing on it. I can. <laughs> yeah. I actually I was talking to DB a couple of weeks ago, and I I, I made the joke to him. I was like, you know, having this degree is great. And he goes, yeah. Why? And I said, cause look, there's old Maine and it says Bethany college. And there's my name on it. He goes, yeah, there's a lot of other things there. I say, yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> don't matter. It's written in Latin. <laughs> I don't, I, I struggle with the English language. Don't ask me to, you know, Latin out these yeah, words. exactly. So you, you walk across the stage. Uh, actually you're the last group up until this group coming. that got to have a graduation ceremony yeah. here at Bethany. Not virtually,
1: and it was outdoors. Which was outdoors,
0: nice. which was one of the first, you know, the last two times before that they yep. tried it, you, they got halfway through, and then boom, the the clouds came and thunderstorms happened, yep. and uh, so you you leave Bethany. Yes. What
1: what happens to Cody there? So, I had accepted a job before. Well, okay, let's let's preface. I had to take another class. Mm. And I wasn't sure if I was going to graduate. Obviously, they're going to let me walk because I, you comped, yeah, I comped. It's whatever. But I had accepted a job, and I accepted the job at NBC Universal. And my dad always he always says, you know, you should have taken more time to go out there. I literally graduated three weeks later. I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> well, yeah, because
0: you ended up, you, you, you got the two people that I had on the show. You stayed with uh, Katie and Nadim for a little bit. Yeah, and... so
1: when I got out there, it was like, I was like, this is the real world. you know. I, was, I had the money that my, my uncle, who was helping me pay for school, mm-hmm. it was the leftover money from him helping me pay for school. He was like, use that to get started. Yeah, you so and that, that you're not coming into the world with a exactly. zero dollar balance. And I was using that money. I used most of it to pay for hotel rooms until I could get my own place. Yeah. And thankfully for Katie and Nadine, uh, Nadine kind of brought up the idea. We were hanging out in their apartment one time, and he was like, "Why don't we all just get a house?" Because so it was it was the three of us, and then Katie's friend from high I school could just see Nadine. Why don't we just get a house? Yeah, right. On, and he was like, dude, come on, bro. If we got a house, that'd be awesome. <laughs> it would be great. It would be great. And so that's what we did. We we got a house, we rented that for a year. Um and yeah, a pandemic hit towards the end of our tenure there. <laughs> and, and then I had to go find my own place. And it was it was cool, you know. I, I learned my lesson with finding apartments because I thought I had a place where you know, I kind of had a relationship with the people in the leasing office, but because of the pandemic, I couldn't look at the apartment and mm-hmm. there were some issues <laughs> and we had to move out. I had to break my lease three months in, but that's, that's life. And it's being out in New Jersey and being away from my family and it's just really, once amazing. again,
0: out of your comfort zone. Yeah.
1: Once again, it's, and that's where I've been most comfortable is outside of my comfort zone. Your comfort zone. Well,
0: so what all are you doing at NBC now? So at
1: NBC now I am a master control operator which is <laughs> it sounds important. So I can call you
0: when 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 something at NBC messes up I'd call Cody and be like Listen. hey
1: this is this is not right. That's funny because my brother used to text me when he was watching the golf channel. I call He'd be like, C- Hey what's wrong with the golf channel? There was a Penguin game
0: yeah. that did, that for some reason, and it was the whole region got blacked out. Yeah. And I remember texting Katie before the show idea came up. I remember texting her and being like, hey, um, I, I'm on NBC Sports right now and uh, trying to watch the Penguin game. Can you? I don't Can care about the rest of here? the people. <laughs> I need the signal sent to me here in Bethany. And she goes, you and I both know that's not how it works. Yeah. And I said, no, 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 Katie, you're important people. Make it happen. Click the buttons you got to click. So. And that's
1: the thing like with the story of my brother about the golf channel. It's like, <laughs> they don't realize. like, We're literally sitting there for hours upon hours watching 50 to 70 channels just making sure they have audio, a bug, and captioning. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. I mean, obviously, there's more stuff that goes into it, but that's like the main job. Well, and you already have your foot in the door, as Katie pointed out. I think Katie started it
0: out in the same, yeah. and Nadim's in that same position yeah. now. But it's the foot in the door that now, exactly. when when and how does that work? I mean, for the people that don't know how it works in the industry, inside of NBC, yeah. there are jobs that come up, I'm guessing, just to you guys as the in-house people, like we want to maybe
1: move somebody up and bring... So to my understanding, don't quote me on this. <laughs> Because, uh, like, it's on record. <laughs> I know, it's on record, right? But to my understanding, they like to hire people that are already within the company if there is an opening somewhere. Um, like, where I'm at now, it's it's a beginner, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, Katie moved on to her job. I don't even know what she does, but she does important shit. Marketing. I yeah, know. it's like, I, I don't, don't know. know. She, she I told could do us it. about it, and I <laughs> sat there and just went. I, I don't even ask questions. I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> you're
0: you're up here. That yeah. must stay right right here right now. Yeah,
1: and then um there was a job that I applied for that's actually Nadim's job now. Mm-hmm. Uh we both applied. It was we applied at different times, I think, but he ended up getting it and I didn't. Um but we kind of knew that was gonna happen. It was just, you know, I saw an opportunity. I was like, why don't I try?
0: Why not? You're gonna put your name yeah. in Yeah.
1: And um uh, I've now I'm like, damn it, Nadim, I wish I had that job because <laughs> now you get to work from home and I don't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, from my understanding, they like to hire from within because they they want to keep a good culture of people mm-hmm. at NBC and that's that's what I've been told is like <coughs> we're building a good culture here. We have a lot of we have a lot of ranging like ages, but mostly a young core mm-hmm. that's probably going to lead us into the future into that of the next, company. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So lastly, and I end every show the same way, whether people want to admit that, that to that or not. It's the same basic premise. The rest of it is you and I play off of you. But these two questions come, and you are a Division Three athlete, so I will yes. ask you these the two questions. Why, Bethany? If you're if you're speaking to a prospective student that could come into Bethany next
1: year, and this is including my prior like my yes. my time here. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. okay.
0: Why Bethany? Why would you rec- like if you were the rec- if you're recruiting you right now, you're working in admissions, yeah. you're recruiting somebody to come to Bethany. Why Bethany? And then the second part of that is why division 3. If for the athlete out there that might think, "Oh, division 1, division 2 is the end all be all."
1: Okay. So why Bethany? That's that's a question I love because it's like you know, you come here, I was a kid, I, a week or two into, fo- like, football, I had called home. Mm-hmm. I was distraught. I was like, I can't do this. Like, football's too much for me. Everything's too much for me. And my dad was like, well, you got to stick it out. You got to at least stick it out a year. Mm-hmm. F- saying about football. And, you know, I did. And I'm thankful that he made me do that. Because just being here, not even football, just being here for a year showed me how much of a community this is. And it's, it's so much more than the academics. It's so much more than the sports. This is a family. Absolutely. I view everybody. And I talk to you
0: once a month at least. Exactly. If not more.
1: Exactly. That's the thing is I can reach out to anybody that I went to school with here, and they're like, oh hey Cody, how you doing? It's not like oh what do you want? <laughs> you know? It's like hey how are you? How's things going? And it's like why Bethany is, you know I had someone. This was whenever I was a sophomore. The bar was still open at the time. Forget their name, but I think they were in Delta. They were an alumni at the time, and well, they're still an well, yeah, probably. still. But like, when I, maybe like I whatever. don't know. They might not be. Yeah, maybe they. Maybe they, maybe they got the- Maybe,
0: maybe they- <laughs> Bethany went. Oh, I don't know. Those credits don't add up yeah. here. We're gonna take but this. But it was back.
1: it was someone from Delta Tau Delta, and you know, I was at the time I, was, I smoked cigarettes heavily, <laughs> and we were out there. I asked him for one, and we were talking. He's like, "What year are you?" I said, "I'm a sophomore," and he was like, "You like it here?" I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, now, the, now that I'm talking about the story, I can't remember the quote. But he said something along the lines of like, you know, this is this is family. You know, it's like you hate it here while you're here, but you're dying to come back when you're when you're gone. Exactly, and it's like you can't take a second here for granted. You know, there were things that I did that I shouldn't have done. You know. Maybe I should have went to that party. Maybe I should have stayed in that one night. But it's like more, more often or not, you're going to want to go out and mm-hmm. meet people and talk to everybody. Because that's what makes Bethany great. Is that everybody's willing to have a conversation with you. Everybody's family here. And you're going to be treated that way. Then um, on to your second question. Why D3? You know, um, I quit D3. You know, I, I quit the sports and I, I wasn't a good influence while I was here. To all my other friends that were in sports,
0: no, because once you're once you're, once away, you're out, you're you like no, you drink. get out too. Let's go drink. Let's you know? go out <laughs> a good time, like.
1: But why three? You know, especially now, now that I'm gone and you know, I'm seeing a lot of the changes that have happened in the sports here, mm-hmm. it's a lot better than it was when I came in. You know, you have a new baseball coach who I've gotten close to. Um, phenomenal. He's phenomenal in my opinion. He. He's a player's coach, in my opinion. Absolutely, he's going to listen to the players, and it's not going to be his way of oh. the highway. It's going to be how do we move on together? How do we build? Um, yeah, how do we build together? Um, so you have that aspect. When it comes to the women's sports, you have uh, Brian Sansom,
0: phenomenal. Just moved into town, guy.
1: actually. Good for him. That guy Just is phenomenal. Right behind here. Actually. He came. He came here. We didn't know what to expect of him, but even the people that weren't in sports, when it came to us doing calm, he came. He came to us. Mm-hmm. He said, "Hey." If you guys need interviews, I'll interview whenever. Win, lose, draw, I'll interview because I know it's going to help your future. And that's something as a comm student, I was like, that's, that means the world. It helps a
0: million because now you're getting tape. Exactly. And he's willing to actually talk to you. It's not going to be the yes, exactly no,
1: mm. Exactly. And there have been coaches here in the past that were like, no, I won't talk to you after we lose. Or I won't talk to you at a specific time. And it's like, well, you're not helping the rest of us, like you're just in it for your sector. Yeah, and that's, I get it. It's, it's your job, but like, but I think this is,
0: this was your job. Exactly. being the guy that exactly. interviewed the coach.
1: And you know, when it comes to sports here, they've just, it, it's gotten so much better than whenever I first got here. And you're gonna find a, an even stronger bond with those people than everybody else on campus, which is still gonna be a strong bond. Cause you know, we have classes of 13 people. <laughs> Like if I, you had class with thirteen
0: people, maybe once. I, I, I think I had thirteen people in a, I, I might have in like a lecture hall. You I might people. have wandered past a thirteen people class, and not that I went to class all the time. But hey, <laughs> I wandered by some classrooms in my day. Um, here's my last thing for you as we wrap up here. I'm gonna have to send it to these people here. Absolutely. But I want you to have your opportunity. Go ahead. Promote. Oh, promotes promotes Cody. That's what this is. We're, we so, are, you You talked about the community. This is what this show this is really is. It is. We're supposed to be, there's just two alumni sitting together that are doing the same thing. It's not a rivalry. It's not Absolutely anything not. like that. It's a, you want to grow your brand, other. I want to grow my brand, and we should
1: grow together. Exactly. So, I do a podcast on my own. I call it Back to the Berg. Um, I try to interview, you know, Athletes, people in sports media, or just people in general that have done something, and are from Western Pennsylvania. Um, some of them haven't been, but they're like fans of like the Steelers. Like yeah. I had Joey Molinaro from Bar- Barstool Sports on. Huge. He's a huge Steelers fan. Um, he comes to Pittsburgh every summer. He said, and you know, I had him on, and it's just something to you know get to know the roots of people that you see out there. You know, mm-hmm. um, another big one that was it was important to me maybe not a lot of people know who he is, but, uh, John Burkett, he's from my high school. Uh, he graduated around the same time as my father and they were like, he was such a good baseball player and I feel like he's been almost forgotten. And he was the first, he was the first pitcher to throw a no hitter. I think no complete game in the ALCS against or no ALDS against the Yankees in Yankee stadium so that's
2: yeah that's
0: that's something pretty goddamn important (laughs) yeah i mean i don't don't know many people that get the nobody gets because you said he's the first one nobody else gets exactly and and then the house that they
1: built not the exactly not the new one yeah and you know just i get to talk to these people and get to know who they are and get to see how they got to where they are now and what's in it for them in the future um and then along with that you know i I do this all through the Podhub Network. Thank you to those guys, uh, especially Donardo. He's like my mentor. Anthony Donardo. he's the host of North Shore 9. Um, you know, and he's he inspires me. You know, I, I have so much more content I want to make. Um, I have two, two other podcasts. One's a revival of the one I had in college, CK Radio. That's one that I'm trying to bring back. I miss CK Radio. Dude, I bring I it it. I'm it back. I'm just saying,
0: I was a fan. I don't know. You know, I might have been one of the only ones at that point back in the original yeah, days. Yeah, I mean, was my dad. You I was a ground-level fan. Like, I've been a ground-level fan of Coleman Entertainment as well. I mean. I
1: appreciate it, my brother. And, you know, we're doing that. I got another one I got in the works. It'll be a monthly podcast. It'll be a Yinzer Book Club Okay. I don't read books, but I... I don't blame you. Know, you. Get on Audible, my friend. I can no. do that.
0: I, you know, they, they'll, they'll, they'll,
1: they'll speak them to me. Exactly. That's what I,
0: I'm. You know, I like that. I exactly.
1: drive around, listening. So that's another one I'm working on. And um, coming up, starting on the 30th, I have a six-episode series of Back to the Bird. Okay. It's going to be called Back to the Ballpark with the Washington Wild Things. Oh. I interviewed... There's six individuals that are the Wild Things that are all Western PA guys. A lot of them were Western Pennsylvania, like WPIL, Players of the Year mm-hmm. whenever they were in high school. So and it's really, I, I got to talk with the GM of the Wild Things. He's like, these are the guys that for some reason, Western Pennsylvania history forgot. And now it's time to give them their due. Yes. And I agree 100%. And I'm glad I was able to do these interviews with them. And that's what's coming up for me.
0: Well, so make sure that you hop on over to YouTube. And subscribe to Coleman Absolutely. Entertainment. And, well, if you're watching this, just right below, down in the corner. Probably I Probably like right over here. Yeah, over there right by Cody. Here. You're going to want to hit uh, subscribe there so you don't miss any of these shows. Cody, thank you for being on the show. Uh, Absolutely, my brother. It's great to have you back in Bethany for a little bit. It's been I know. too long. Hey, wow.
1: Well, <laughs> for some of us, we never left, but hey. it, we're here. To me, you're the lucky one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. It's, very, it's peaceful. Exactly. Um, also make sure that if you are ever in the bethany west virginia area you stop into chambers general store because let me promise you if they don't have it (laughs) you don't need it get a breakfast sandwich get everything else get the just the conversations that you can have with harry absolutely and charlotte and bev and becky everybody that works there um but harry without further ado oh yeah let me let me one more time this is this is the dingo talk alumni tour i am that guy right there is Cody Coleman, class of 2019. Uh, cheers, buddy. Cheers, brother. Harry, take it away. Um,
2: Navy in Bethany. We had sailors in Bethany. That was pretty early. Uh, I wasn't very old. But I would take water up to them. They had a trailer
0: just outside where uh, End of Commons is now. On the street, and I'd take water to the guys that worked
2: in there. Why were they here? They were training for
0: officers.
2: Okay, so it was an officer's training school. Officers' training school. Any any thought, any idea how Bethany got chosen?
0: They probably (laughs) asked.
2: How many of them were? How many were here? Do you remember?
0: No. Would
2: say
0: in there It was a couple hundred.
2: I'd say. And I've always heard that that was the the biggest Bethany ever was. Bethany College ever yeah. was up towards eleven hundred. It was it was big. Uh, it, it, but it, I was pretty young and I didn't pay much attention to it at what? that point. Um, anybody that hasn't seen a picture of it, that's where if for those alumni out there, that's where Richardson Hall sits now. I don't know if you can see it or not. But there were barracks in that open area, and uh, that's where the guys were housed. And Jack and I were going through this these books a little earlier this week, and um, several of the young ladies here in Bethany had husbands because the naval men were in Bethany, uh, married them, and kept them here. You've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo, Coffee, recorded in the secret lair deep in the hills of Bethany, West Virginia. Let me give a shout out to my man Don over at Maple Shade Outdoor. He got some great he's got some great stuff going on over there on youtube and instagram please make sure you check him out also now available as promised we have the second edition bethany west virginia mushroom capital of the world t-shirts and our chambers general store if we don't have it you don't need it t-shirts available in all sizes so make sure you stop by the store for a t-shirt breakfast sandwich or sausage biscuits and gravy and make sure to check out those daily lunch specials. Now back to you, Dengo. Bye now. you want to know by now? Do you want to know by now? Do you want to know? you want to know?